the head coach of the Providence Friars is Tim Army, and joining us here in between periods. And uh, well first of all, coach, as we were just talking off the air, uh, you played on the the Friar team that uh, went to the national championship game, 1985. Uh, first of all, I have to ask you the uh, George Savinas goal offside. I guess it was offside, <laughs> but you know what's funny? When you're playing live, you don't even think about that. It was more what happened after. Uh, those things happen. That's part of the game. The game's so fast. It was an unbelievable run for us, you know, to have beaten BU in a hockey semifinals and beat BC twice and then beat Michigan State. And of course, beat BC in a hockey's final and the national semis. That was an unbelievable run, and we gave her all we could that night. We just came up, uh, we came up a little bit short to an unbelievable RPI team. Let's talk about your club this year. Uh, off to two four, four and one start, uh, but uh, most of most, of, I believe, three of the four losses, close games, uh, have to feel pretty good about the way your team is playing so far. I've, I've liked the way we played. They're the only game that we really struggled, the second night out in Duluth. They are very, very good, uh, and we got rattled. We, we fell behind three one. We had a five on three at the end of the first, and then they came out scored early second, and we started running all over the place. And they're just too good, and they exposed us. But beyond that, I think we've we've played some pretty good hockey, and and. Uh, uh, we lost in overtime at Lowell. We played a good game. We lost 2-1 at BU. We played a good game. Last weekend was an even even series. It could have went either way, and, and maybe we had more of the puck luck last weekend, and uh, we got the extra goal. But uh, I, I do like some of the things that we're doing. I think we have more depth and more speed. I think we're competing better. So we, we have played well, and, and now we have uh, a new challenge this weekend, as is always is with, with Hockey East. Uh, every new opponent is, is another challenge, and, and Merrimack and Vermont this weekend, but first Merrimack, they, they pose some challenges for us. Can you talk about how you see the, uh, the game tonight with Merrimack and uh, some of the things that you have to focus on with your club? Well, you've got to focus on Stefan DaCosta. He's, a, he's an unbelievable hockey player, but they've got other good people around him. And we need to be more disciplined than we have been. We've taken too many penalties. We, took, we gave UMass eight power plays on Saturday night, and we, we got away with it. But uh, we, we rolled the dice a little bit, and I don't think you can give uh, Merrimack and guys like Carl Stollery and, and Stefan DaCosta that kind of opportunity on, uh, on the power play because you're going to pay a price if you do that. Uh, in, in the general flow of the game, you're going to take three or four power plays. You have penalties. You've got to fight a chance to kill those off. So we've got to be disciplined. Uh, what I, I think Mark's done an unbelievable job. I, I think they're one of the best four teams in our conference. I think they're right there with BC and BU and UNH and Maine. I, I think they've got a great team. Uh, we need, and what they do do is they really compete. They compete hard. They play with edge. And we have to have some pushback. And I don't think we've had that with Merrimack the last couple of years. So we need to have some pushback. We need to play with speed. We need to be aggressive. And we obviously got to know where some people are on the ice at all times. And most importantly, we've got to play aggressive, but we've got to be poised and disciplined because we can't take the number of penalties that we've been taking recently because it is going to cost us big time at some point. I read some of your comments this week where you're talking about the fact that the, the, your club is trying to get to where you learn how to win those close games, and, and you mentioned that, that Merrimack seemed to be a team that over the last few years is starting to figure that out and learn how to do it. And, and you, of course, are having been a coach for so long and a, and a player as well, uh, is it intangibles? What are the things that get a team over that hump to be able to win those close games? Doing it. There's no other formula. You can talk all you want, but until they actually do it, they're not going to know how to do it. And I think what happens in those tight situations, when they know how to do it, they're comfortable playing in those situations. They don't panic. And I think Merrimack, it's been a wave. And they swept us in the spring of 08. We ended fifth in the league that year, and they swept us in February of that year. And you could feel it turning for Merrimack at, at that point. They didn't make the playoffs that year, but you could feel it starting to turn 
And then in, in 08, 09, they started to win some big games over the second half. They were very, very good, and they started to win some games, and they put it all together last year. And I think that's what they have learned now. And looking at it from the outside, is they, I think they have a confidence and a trust in those situations. They're going to get it done. So there's no panic. There's a, there's a patience. They play with a poise, and I think that's the biggest thing. And the only way you're going to get there is by doing it, and they did it last year getting through, making the playoffs, and, and they gave BU all they could handle in, in, in the playoffs. So I think they really know that they can get it done, and it, I think it gives you a little different uh, level of trust in those tough situations and games. Let's talk about your club this year. Obviously, Kyle McKinnon off to a great start with five goals. That all-senior line seems to be playing pretty well for you, including Ian O'Connor, who's from up our way, Londonderry, New Hampshire. But uh, you have, seem to have a nice mix of upperclassmen and freshmen playing well at this point. I think we've got a good mix. This is the best depth we've had in a while. I think we can skate, and we've got our, the best depth up front uh, on the back end and in the net. And, of course, Alex has been, has been really, really, really good for us since he's come and continues to play well. But we have more resources now, and I think we have more depth. And as a result, I think we're a better team. And now we get into situations like the other night where we take six or seven penalties in a row. And in the past, those penalty killers had to come right back out and, and play, and, 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 and we'd wear them out. I think we're fresh. I think we're playing well over the course of the game because we're more people now. We kill those penalties. We've got other players that aren't killing it. We can come put out and, and, and regain some rhythm to the game. So the depth has really helped us. Obviously, the senior line has been very good. But we're getting contributions from everyone. And in order to be a good team, you've got to have everybody contribute. And I think that's what Merrimack has done as well. Stefan DeCoste is a, a fantastic player. One of the five best, maybe one of the two best. I, I love the Nyquist up, uh, up in uh, Maine. Gustav Nyquist a great player, and Stefan DeCosta is. But they're more than Stefan DeCosta. They've got a lot of guys that can do things. And in order to be a good team, and that's what this sport is, a lot of people have to contribute. And I think that's what, what we're getting to at this point. Coach Alex Beaudry is a guy who joined your club in mid-season uh, last year. And uh, talk about his development. Uh, uh, you must feel like with him in goal, uh, you can basically steal a game any night. I think it's like having good pitching. You know they're going to give you a chance to win every night. And Alex is one of those guys, you know, he came at Christmas time in 2009. He came in, and, and uh, he played really well at the start. I think he got tired. But last year he played very, very well. What I love most about Alex, he's got a, he's, he, he keeps a good level uh, head about him. He's very, very poised. He responds. He's got a fighter's mentality, and, and as a result, he will play. He he doesn't have to just play in a 2-1 game. If it's 5-5, he can play in it and give you a chance to win. So, like good pitching in baseball, and like Kanata provides for Merrimack, what Alex provides for us is we've got a chance to be in the game and have a chance in the third period every night, and there's not much more you can ask from your goaltenders. You got a chance to coach your son this year, Derek, uh, off to a great start with a goal and three assists. Uh, how's that going so far, and what are some of the challenges uh, coaching your own son on the team? It's been great, and, and uh, you know, my wife and I, we have another younger son who's a senior in high school, and we've been very involved in their lives, and I've been coaching my son since the moment he was born, and we were sitting up watching Kings games when he was uh, a week old when Gretzky was playing in, in L.A., so <laughs> since he's remembered, he's been running around the locker room, so he knows the dynamic of hockey. We've always been involved in their lives, and I feel like, like I try to do with all of my guys here. Uh, that's how we raised our boys. So it's really just a transition of what we do at home. Uh, he understands the hockey dynamic, and, and I say to people all the time how lucky we are as college coaches to get these kids at the most formative years of their lives. Uh, I can't, not many dads get to do this. What a privilege to have your son in this environment to help him uh, become a young man. And, and it's, just been, uh, it's just been great, and, and like I said, our relationship is is wonderful, and, and it's, just, uh, it's just a transition to how we've always raised the kids. Well, Coach, thanks very much. It's great to see you, and I wish you the best of luck, and thanks for your time. Thanks, guys.